Welcome everyone to the Dynamo Abroad podcast, where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host, Alex Lishik, and coming to us from across the pond in Ukraine is Dima. How's it going, Dima? Yeah, not bad. I had a good day out with a mate in, uh, in Dnipro today. Um, of course, I forgot my um, my hoodie just as it got very cold today. So yeah, that was that was fun. But yeah, looking forward to this one. Uh, also, there's uh, no Eric to ruin things today. So no, jokes aside, um, yeah, it should be a good one, even yeah, they, with his absence. Yeah, they didn't uh, let Eric out of the retiring home to come onto the pod today. Uh, did you see a lot of OG Fkani Pro graffiti today? Yeah, funnily enough, I didn't really notice that much today. I usually like look out for it, but today I just didn't notice it. Right. Uh, so on that note, we're going to get started uh, with some news. Um, we'll do some transfers out. Uh, Kulach loan to Vodaskla. So as you can see, that was a top level signing. Um, yeah, go on, Dima. Can I just say, what, what the hell was the point in signing him? What the hell was what was the actual point? I have no idea. I mean, the Vorskla owner, what's his call? Zhivago, he's gonna be he's gonna be like counting his lucky stars. He got the same player twice, but a different a different team's uh paying his wages. Seriously, what are you, I, I I've known since day one he's gonna be absolutely useless and wow, what a surprise I was right. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it, if anything, this is like it's more of a talking point on how this helps Vorskla rather than how does it hinder Dynamo. In all honesty, because it's, like yeah, you can just say, you can just tell the agent just got too mixed up in their in their own games and it kind yeah. of backfired. Like for us, it doesn't really make a difference, and for Vorskla, this probably is just a good addition for their um, fight for Europa League or European football. Um, uh, Gerson has finally left to Troy. Troy, I don't know how you say that team name. My French is not great. Um, I think this is something, you know, you, you could argue, one could argue he should not have been brought in in the first place. Um, pretty, pretty miraculous. I was going to say fair play to him for getting. Well, he wouldn't back. have brought in. He wouldn't have been brought in in the first place if he didn't score that own goal against Ukraine. Question: If Luchesco's manager, it wouldn't he come in twenty nineteen? Would would Luchesco have sanctioned that signing? I don't think so. No. Oh, also, I like how I like how the first interview he says, um, like I remember his first interview for the club. He was like, "I'm a player of the left wing." Then Hudskinvich says, oh, "We bought this player to use at centre forward." That's how you know we have very professional people running the club. Yeah, I mean. What, what can you say? And I mean, speaking of professional people running the club, we'll go on to the next transfer. Uh, Supriyaha is most likely staying. Um, how this kid is still on our books, I have absolutely zero. Well, no, I do have a clue. It's fucking Surkis. That's the problem. But like, it's just so frustrating because I'm like, listen, like we talked about this and I, the, you brought it up to me first, Dima, that Petrakov said that, hey, Dinamo and Supriyaha, that's just not going to work out. But we decided to go ahead with it anyway, and surprise, surprise, it worked out. It didn't work out. I mean, you know, it is what it is, but whatever. Hey, listen, maybe maybe Luchesco will somehow figure something out to do with him besides being a bench warmer and clearing the ball for Colas. Maybe uh, maybe he'll rock up and score a hat-trick at the Camp Nou this year. We'll, we'll see. Um, 
Vantuch went to Dynamo Reserves down in Odessa, so wish him the best of luck down there. Uh, Benito went to Gorica. Unfortunately, no Christian Lovrich coming back here. And C.D. Clay went to Pauk. Um, I have no problem with that. Be, but the problem... Who the hell is, covers left back? And that's what that's I was going to say. It, honestly, right? Do, I don't, how Dubin Chak is not on this team, but... Kostevich is, I, I, it's beyond me. Well, we're we're about to get onto Kostevich anyway, aren't we? Why? Or rather, uh, I'll just say, it. yeah. So apparently, Kostevich is hugging their head out on loan. There's not been any real details, but a few insiders have said that you know he's heading out. So he's been here for two seasons. Well one season, one full season already, yeah. and he hasn't played a single game for us. Well, fantastic. Yeah, that's... Has he even played in a friendly for us? No, because he, he literally got hurt in his first week of training. Which, listen, I feel bad for oh. the guy. Don't get me wrong, but... Oh, yeah, Doyle got slid in on him and then he got injured. Oh, great. Another, by the way, real quick, uh, Mikkel Doyle apparently actually had a really good start to his season. In yeah, he's, he's been playing well. He's been playing well in a better division than the UPL. Yeah. And now we, oh, well, I won't spoil that, but you know what? We'll say it anyway. Uh, so Dima was just gonna say Bujalski's out for around two weeks. So I don't think he'll be fit for the Champions League. Um, actually, maybe he could. He could be just fit, maybe on the bench. Um, but yeah, I would, how how much would it? How great would it be to say, oh, Bujalski's. Uh, out of the world, just replace him with uh, Mikel Dwellen. That, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, but how Dubinchak was not getting a chance. I thought he was good. I thought he was one of actually the better performers in preseason, in fairness. Oh, I think he was as well, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, listen, it's not like he's, you know, one of these random... He, I believe he captained the U19 team for a while. He's good mates with a lot of the guys. I didn't... I don't... So it's not like there was any issues there, I don't think, but I don't know. We'll see. Um... So you go on to some transfers in. Vitinho officially signed, so welcome to the club. Uh, Mr. Vitinho, nice addition, I think, for, you know, decent money. Uh, what is for us decent money? Uh, last time we spent such money was Fransol, so uh, fingers crossed we don't have one of those again. Well, this and- is the most expensive transfer since... Um, oh, he's left. his name's left my... Oh, uh, Derlis Gonzalez. He's is the it- most expensive signing since him, funnily enough, so... How much was uh, Fransol? He was about four million. Okay. I, I think. And Derlis was around nine, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not as expensive as Derlis, but. But it's in. The, it's it's still decent money for for Dinamo for right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, I wouldn't mind. A yeah, side- I'm just looking at Fransol. Yeah, we spent three and a half million on him, and he's now worth eight hundred thousand. Yeah, so like, I just want to put this out there real quick. I'm not saying Dinamo have to go spend 30, 40 million on players every year, but two or three players in that kind of six to 10 million range every summer, that's kind of what we need. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be spending like the money of that transfer window 2013. Yeah, we don't need to be spending, we don't need to spend, what was it, 15 million on a, on a bench warmer from for the Portuguese league, but we're not going to get into that, are we? Uh, that, no, we'll do that on his birthday. How about that? <laughs> um, yeah. No, but like, I think if we're spending like 15 to 20 million, 10 to 20 million on maybe two to three players and being clever with the free agents market, you know, I don't see why that can't 
you know there's and when all, you say you and when you say being clever you don't mean coolidge no i don't mean coolidge i mean like proper players like i'm gonna like you know okay i'm not trying to be ridiculous like messi and donnarumma or like for example pogba who's on a free available on a free um this year but you know i'm just pulling up real quick some players who are actually jesus this is gonna be a really good window for players gonna be on a free of course, all not the most realistic Dynamo signings. But, like, you know, there are definitely some players in here, you know, that would clearly improve the side. Like, Ivan, Ivan Perisic is, for example, available on a free, you know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, wow. uh, two or three or, like, two to four good signings. Try to be clever. You could – here's the thing. You could pick up two or three good free agents, undoubtedly. And the thing then, is, I don't even know what to believe anymore because Surkis, uh, Surkis has been saying that he has no money, but then he spends five million on Vitinho. Yeah, that's or, my thing. Is like I, five and a half to six. Even. I don't think so I, don't I think, really don't know what to believe. I don't think we need to be spending more than fifteen on a window in a window, especially like I said, because of the level of free agents out there that we could pick up. You know, plenty of players. Hmm. Like, for example, like Sardar Asmun is available on a free next year. That would be that'd be a good signing. But alas, that is only hopeful uh, wishes. By the way, real quick. Well, that's yeah. wishful thinking, yeah. By the way, what um if real quick, one position you think needs strengthening the most, what would you pick? Defensive midfield. Ooh, I didn't actually expect you to go for that one. Well, we've only got Sidar Chuk, who's not really been playing that well recently, and there's, there's no one to cover him. Uh, let's let's see uh, what defensive midfielders are available on a free at the end of this year. We get Marcelo Brozovic, Bubakar Kamara, oh, right. Dennis Akaria. Yeah, sure. Oh, we can. Yeah. Stepanenko's available on a free. Let's bring him in. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. And then our, our, our passing accuracy would drop to like 50%. From 53%. Yeah. Would you take Javi Martinez on a free? I mean, I think I think he's he's gone to that to that club in somewhere in uh, Arabia, Qatar. hasn't he? Qatar, yeah, but his contract. Uh, not- oh, oh, Qatar. Okay, sorry, my my bad. Very good. Yeah, well, I, I probably yeah. Well, listen, it's not really much. He's a serial winner. That's for one. Um, been in the top top level for a while. Um, well, for a long time. So yeah, well, no brainer for me. How about uh, Axel Witzel? Maybe, maybe. The what, a bit the, of a. First of all, Zinni. Second, he's a bit of a bold job, isn't he? Well, yeah. That uh, the only thing I was gonna say is that uh, he he likes a bit of a car from time to time, and uh, we already have a defensive midfielder who likes a car from time to time. Um, I don't know. They, like, but this is my point, though. There are players out there, and I don't know if you can contact them now. But if they don't sign by January, I would definitely. What, what's the worst thing they're gonna say if you contact their agents? They say no. Yeah, well, we don't have the ambition to do that, sadly. Sadly, you are correct. Uh, where are we in the news? Oh, uh, so Dinamo are linked with Gabriel of Benfica. Dinamo want a loan, but Benfica want a permanent deal. Can practically play anywhere in the midfield. Uh, players value a 7 million euros at transfer marked. Um, we'll see what happens there. You know, Luchesco and Brazilians. I always, I don't mind if Luchesco wants to bring in one because I feel like he could get the best out of them. And uh, last and we're bit of... weakening our um, our opponent in the Champions League. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, and just to do some general news, uh, Burda is back in training, and we talked about this before the Fatima, that we think uh, the quicker he gets to match fitness, the quicker he will see the field because we're going to need him, I think, at some point in the fall. So that wraps yeah. up news. Uh, we're going to go on to the Colos game. Actually, no, before we go on to the Colos game, uh, Ukraine, we're, we're not going to dwell on it too much because I don't think we can be bothered to dwell on it too much. Um, Ukraine drew 2-2 yesterday with Kazakhstan. Uh, Yadamchuk scored a worldie. Uh, Sikan on his debut scored. And the rest of the team shit the bed. Um, so that's just that. Oh, by the way, Rakitsky is also available on a free transfer next year. Yeah, I'll draw I'd rather sign Eric on a free than Merkitsky. Um, yeah, but his long passes, Dima, his long passes. Oh, and Ardes. Oh, man, this is like... Oh, look at this. Ardes is available on a free as well. Oh, Jesus. We can have the Sipar uh, back line. Yeah. Well, the we'll, two, the we'll partnership. Just bring, bring in Vitz and Nets and Selesnyov. Oh, my God. Would you take Vida back? Because um, he's available on the free. Two seasons ago, I would have said yes. But you know, maybe, maybe. If we're desperate, I wouldn't. I wouldn't freak out over it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think we're gonna leave the. I'm gonna exit out of this tab of free agents because we're gonna be here all all day looking at which players that we would sign. But the fucking yeah, useless people at the Nama wouldn't. Um. So yeah, Ukraine drew to two. Uh, Dima, Dinamo absolutely hammered Colos, didn't they? Yeah, listen, 7-0 seven, seven tells you the whole story. It was 6-0 up at halftime. I was kind of disappointed we kind of let off the gas in the second half. I mean, I was kind of hoping for like a 10-0 uh, or at least, yeah, a 10-0 to, you know, to break the record um, win against, uh, well, it was back then, it was Ili Chiviats. Uh, Mariupol, um, but yeah, listen, great performance from almost everyone. Um, the pen, the pen is it was like his 2019 form, you know, like the depend of old. Um, really good goal. I think he got was it three or four goals and assists combined? I, the day? I think it was four, yeah, exactly, something like that. Um Listen, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to get a ten out of ten performance, but he—that's probably as close as you can get from him. Yeah, Virbic came back, got a pre-assist, looked really good as well. I think you know his his combination passing, you know, looked you know uh, how how do you even say he looks like really in in sync with the rest of the team. That's that's the best I can yeah. say. Uh, let's think. I mean, Boyka Boyka looks good in goal. Had a to be fair, had a few saves, which wasn't uh, great. Shabanov started for the first time in God knows how long. Oh, well, since uh, Shakhtar, when we lost to them 3-0, that COVID game. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, really. I mean, 7-0 from, from, from start to finish. I mean, we were 2-0 up within 10 minutes. That's kind of all you need to know. Um one thing I, I can say. Question. 
go on. So I, I think it's fair to say that overall, we were besides maybe the uh, Venice game on match day one, we were not overly impressed with Dinamo performances so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Luchesco being on the touchline made a difference? Yeah, I think it did. I mean, the, the score is quite literally on the table. You can, you can see, you know. Um, one thing I wanted to say, I'm pretty sure that the pretty nailed on starter at this point for centre forward is uh, Shkurin. Yep. I think he didn't score, but he got an assist and he, 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 just, he just impressed me with his overall, um, with his overall play. He fits looked the squad well. well. He was. He looked really. He, he was really useful in the pitch. Yep. I think that's that's how, that's how I'd say it. And he, he he fits the team well. Yeah, that's that's how I'd say it. You know, the one, the the one thing I've got to say is Ramirez came on in the second half. I he did not impress me in the slightest. He looks poor. I don't know. I don't know. Was he just? Poor. I mean, just he was saying. Was he, he was trying too hard? I don't know what that it was. was. I have no idea. But it, it was like. He was even messing up just the most simple passes. Like it was, it was. I don't know what that was about. I don't, I don't know if he came onto the field too relaxed because we were up by six. I don't know what that was, but I thought the Maybe, rest of the yeah, but were that, fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I, I, when when he came on. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. We give give two strikers um forty five minutes yeah. each to see what what they can do. And yep, yeah, for for me. Right now, the clear starter is Skudin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have, I have no uh, mute myself. I'm saying I have, I have no complaints about that. Oh, and of course, uh, how could we forget Bujalski scored yet another fantastic goal? Oh, shock! Oh, yeah, this is you, you could probably find it on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter somewhere. But yeah, this was yeah. world class finish again from uh, Buya, who's yeah, he's he's really come on the last two years, definitely. I mean, that guy looked like a lost course in the Hatskevich. Who the hell did we have coaching us? I, yeah, I mean, imagine bringing Luchesco in in 2018 instead of 2020, where this team would be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I wanted to mention. Um, oh, Lenyev got more than 10 minutes, so that's, that's a positive sign. Um, did he? Yeah, he came on 69th minute. He was probably, he was probably, he was probably even shocked when they were going to bring him on that soon. I don't remember him doing anything, to be honest. To be Not fair, I feel... I feel like that last like 30 minutes, like the everyone was like, like both teams kind of accepted the score. And it was just Dinamo keeping like the ball around the Colos 18. And then Colos once in a while going on a counterattack and but being so useless yeah. they couldn't amount to anything. And then the ball went up the other end and Dinamo kept the ball for the next five, 10 minutes before the next yeah. error. There's not really much to talk about in the um the last 30 like minutes or so. But um, apparently the result was bad enough for Colos's manager to resign, though. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, listen, I think that game just sums up the quality of the UPL at this yep. point. I mean, me, you and I were talking, uh, you know, we've talked in the past and Eric's been on the um, We've talked with Eric in the past and others that I think the UPL is slowly going to get better starting next year, assuming that certain teams could have boss and he who should not be named come back up. Yeah. Um, but and then, you know, you see like, you know, for example, Policia have like a lot of decent like UPL players and an OK manager. Um, so I don't know if maybe they can build it back up. And I think the like 
we talked about today. Like, imagine if you like if Kolos Lviv and Minai or in Bulets or Ruch get relegated and you're placing with like Metalis Krivas and like Niva Ternopia, like the league automatically, I think, becomes a little bit better. Pretty much, yeah. So on that note, Dima, do you have any um anyone specifically you would say uh stood out for Dinamo? It's difficult. I think the whole team in that first half was really good. I thought the wings were looked quite good. Kinjora aside, I wasn't really impressed with him. Um even though he did score, funnily enough. But, yeah, it was was it a hat-trick for Tidem Gover or a, oh, it's only two goals, just the two, yeah. Um, he actually didn't play too yeah. bad. Slowly, performances are getting yeah, better. Yeah, he's getting more into, he's getting more into, for, he's getting more into shape than uh, I expected him to at yep. this stage. Because usually... Uh, usually he he gets into form and it's time to go for the international, uh, sorry, the winter break as soon as he's in yep. form. So, yeah, I think I think it's a positive sign. And, you know, we have the game against 1925 away, which would be nice to play a Kharkiv team in Kharkiv, not having to play wax tap there. Um, yeah. First game in Kharkiv since, what, it was 2016, that Teodorczyk hat-trick. And that was his last game for the club. Yep. Do you remember who played? I remember Radoslav Petrovic made an appearance in that game. Uh, it, was, it was something stupid. It was it was Yakovinka on the. It was Yakovinka. It was Miakushko. Yeah. Ruth in goal. Morazuka at right back. Gusev, I think, played left, at left back. Um, like you said, Petrovic. Uh, so yeah, that was a pretty terrible starting eleven, but we beat them. All. Was it five one? Four one. Because I think Gusia scored a penalty. Hang on, I'm uh, pulling it up was right it? now. Because I remember I'm they scored like ninetieth minute. Yeah, yeah, like it was because Marazuk just was just started running like the defense were all tracking back and Marizu just started running forward for like no reason at all. And, and so like, I remember I think who was, oh, what was the guy's name that scored for Metali? Something with the N that starts with I don't know. It was, it was probably some academy player from them because like I don't know. Like that like listen I was happy we won but like the game was low key kind of sad too but oh with four one like you said well four oh Serhina Paulo scored don't even remember him. Oh, here was the starting team that day. Rutko Khachiridi, Makarenko, who captained the team. Morozuk, yes, Sidorchuk. Yeah. I remember Makarenko captaining the team, and I remember him being on set pieces that game somehow. Oh, my God. See, like, it's games like this, right? Like, I get we won the... Oh, Korzun as well. Great. <laughs> that midfield three, Petrovic, Bujalski, and Korzun, man. He, I'll tell you what, Bujalski deserves to play every game. The fact that with the midfielders he had to put up with the past couple of years... Yeah, honestly, and you, you look at the bench. I mean, Fidorchuk, why the hell did we sign Fidorchuk? I would not have been against it in theory. Like, listen, he just played in a team that went to the Europa League final. We just, if we need like a stopgap kind of player just for like six month contract or a loan, but like he signed like a three year deal or something crazy like that. I remember. Shoot. He played in the Champions Do you remember when he played in the Champions League against Benfica? I think it was. It's absolutely terrible. I don't think I want to remember that. Do I? I don't. Yeah. Um, uh, it hurts. Teams, it actually, hurts. It, it really hurts to see that that that, that game was like uh, that, that, it was that, the that last game of the season, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that was the last game of the season. We put out an absolutely shit team that I would hate to see how this team would do today. And like, it was like the end of an era, both for us and for um, because they did have kind of lost it. I think after that summer, I mean, yeah, the decisions sent. He sent out. He's he shipped out Lukas Teodorczyk, and he signed bloody what's his name Gladki. Oh my god, I'm still mad about that. What, what kind of paint sniffer do you have to be sniffing to, to do that? Yeah, that was like obviously I'm not we're not gonna we're not a metalist pod, so we're not gonna go into that. But um that was like that was a like I don't know if like it's weird to say it, but like this feels like the last like proper like UPL game, like with a proper team, you know what I mean? Well, it was definitely the the last proper um UPL season. Yes, yes. Um, so hold on, we got rid of like, so we got rid of like Dragovic, we got rid of Moraes, Teodorczyk, Miguel, Veloso, Mbokani, Belhanda, we got rid of Makarenko. So we got rid of all of those guys. That was get... a terrible, that, that has got to be the worst transfer window we've we've had in recent years. And, then, and then I'm not going to count the youth guys like Besiad and Yarmchuk, Busha, Shapelyev getting called up because listen, well, those, young, are, those are our players anyway. Yeah, or Tsigankov. But practically to replace Dragovic, oh Teodorczyk and Veloso, we brought in Kadar, Gromov, <laughs> Pantic and Gladki. And Fidarchuk, Fidarchuk was kind of Veloz's replacement, but he was already at the club. I this, thought that was a terrible. So I thought that was a terrible replacement as well, to be quite honest with you. So we got twenty-five million euros total from like loan fees and the like the Dragovic transfer fee. Yeah, and we spent two point five of that. Yeah, that was. And what, who who did we even spend? Who did we actually spend money on? Uh, Kadar, two and a half million. The rest were free. Oh, freeze. great. This well, is to the- be fair, I think, he, I think he's just about £2.5 million uh, euro player, sorry. I think that's just how much he's worth. But nowadays, he's valued at one and a half. Well, he's in the Chinese... He's, he's warming the bench in the Chinese league. So. I think he's in the Chinese second tier as well, actually. Oh, my God. I mean, and this guy was starting for us. Um, yeah. What? Uh, what I want, but like that. That I think is the summer that fucked everything up. Twenty sixteen yeah. summer because wasn't what's his name Raul Riacho also trying to and saying like we got to get rid of Kachuridi and Garmash and like replace them with players. Yep, and then he left as well. But I don't. I not my bigger issue is not replacing. Is getting rid of Karmash and Kachiridi. It's just bringing in quality players to start over them. That's my more issue. That's yeah. more of my issue. I felt that Ibrov was getting a bit too... Um, I don't know. I don't know how you properly say that. But maybe like bigger than, bigger than the team, bigger than the players. Maybe. He I wanted mean, to ship out Yermolenko as well, I'm pretty sure. I mean... I mean, I wouldn't have been against that as well, just from the sense, like, you have a prized asset, and if you could get top value... I'll tell you what, if he had yeah. a good Euro... Yeah, I think we should, I do think we should have sold sold him in the summer, but, like, yeah. the, I he, think, the way he wanted to get rid was... Yeah, like, I, I'm going to pull up that roster real quick right now from 2016. 
And like, I understand you wanted to get rid of certain players. Like, okay, you want to get rid of Miguel Veloso? Fine. I don't, I don't think it's the great decision. Well, if you're going to get rid of him, you got to you got to replace him with someone slightly better than Fidorchuk, haven't you? Slightly better. I mean, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. So, in tw- so I'm going to bring up the 2015-16 squad. Right. I'm not going to talk about goalkeepers because I think the goalkeeping core was okay enough. Right. Um. So we got rid of what? We got rid of Dragovic that year, correct? Yeah. So so you needed to bring in a replacement for Dragovic, right? I think Vida was fine, Burda's fine, Khachiridi and get with another center back is fine. You got rid yeah. of Miguel Veloso, you got rid of Petrovic, you got rid of Makarenko, which actually looking back at I would have kept him. I would have preferred him over Antunes. Antunes was shambolic that season. Yeah. He, got, he got shipped out in the winter, didn't he? To yep. well, well, somewhere in Spain, I don't remember exactly. I think Getafe? Yes, then. Got rid of Teodorczyk. Like For no the, reason at all. Nope. So, like, that... I mean, I'm just looking at... And didn't... And Dribrov had some kind of strange obsession with... um, What's his name? Uh, Rabalka, didn't he? Yeah, but he got rid of Rabalka anyway in the end. Yep. Uh, so okay, fine. You get let's say the only players I would have like legitimate players, I mean, like I would have considered getting rid of are let's say Dragovic, uh, Miguel, and Yarmolenko, right? Keep Teodorczyk so you have no issues with strikers. With the money from Miguel, went on a free, didn't he? Yeah. And then from so from Dragovic, you got 21 million euros. You easily could have get 30 to 40 for Yarmolenko, right? I think that's fair value. Yeah. So let's say you raise from those two players 60 uh, 50 to 60 million euros. You're telling me you can't sign two quality wing, a quality winger, a quality attacking midfielder, quality defensive midfielder, and a quality center back with that money. Well, it's Dinam when things don't work like that. Yeah. People, it's like funny. Um, I, I I'm not joking when I said once to you guys that I think if we if we with a couple of other people ran the club, we, uh, Dinamo would at, at minimum be in the Champions League every year. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know who also left that year? Who? Danilo Silva. He also left in January that year. Oh yeah, he did, didn't yes. he? So so and then we right- ended up with bloody Mikola Morozuk as a starter right back. Yeah, and he was the only right back in the team for the second half of the season. Oh my god, yeah. Listen, I can swallow Moros as like a backup right back, but you yes. can bring him on to like take set pieces and like, like just spam crosses. Well well, that's the thing, is right. I think he'd be okay enough to start against lower end UPL teams, or but he'd always be on the bench for me just because his set pieces are literally unreal. Still the funniest comment I've ever seen on YouTube is do you remember when Morozuk scored that free kick and against Olympic? Yeah, and then yes, some yes, guy yes. in the comment says Sub Marazuk to take on set pieces, and once he scores, sub him back off again. That's still the <laughs> best. That's the best comment I've ever seen. <laughs> so true, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, also, just want to add this real quick. Tsitaishvili made his debut today, and they lost. Sure. And because of a Hotchalava own goal. Do you remember uh, that game? Do you remember that two-one game of the Lebanovsky? That was last game. That game proved to me why Dinamo should play all domestic games at the Lebanovsky. That, like, that was that. I would say, post 2016-17 season, that was my favorite UPL game of all time. That was a good game, yeah. It was overall. It was a good game too. Like, 
I remember yeah. it was like back and forth, you know. Shakhtar played a little no, bit of quality like, wise, that was good. Yeah, like Shakhtar played a little bit of a weekend team, but like you know, who who gives a shit? Yeah. Because I remember, did Verbić score a header that game? Yeah, he did. He did. Because um, and then Kocilava, and then Kadar gave. Was it Kadar who gave away the penalty? I it probably was. I just pulled it up now. Oh, this was the year we had this. There was the freaking cup final in uh, in uh, we lost two 0 didn't we? Yep, Rakitsky. I'm pretty sure that was the last. I think that was the last I ever saw of Mbokani in that game. Probably, yeah. You got a young Mikolenko on this team, Kionzora, Burda, Kad. See, I'll tell you what. This team is all right if you just give me a proper defensive midfielder instead of Garmash Bujalski, Shaparenko. Yeah. And a proper center back, this team is actually not too bad. And a proper striker, not defensive striker. Yeah. So, like, the thing is, like, the team isn't that far away, or at least back then it wasn't, but, like... Yeah. Oh, we got and then Gusev, yeah, well, that was legendary when Gusev came on. And they say, boys don't cry, well... Or, no, you know when boys don't cry? When uh, he uh, met with the fans at the end of the game. Yes, that... That was sad. Uh, you know, yeah. Now we're on topic. You know what was stupid? I felt like Shovkovsky never got like a proper goodbye. By the way, like no, one he last. Didn't. He literally one... he. It was that two-one game against Napoli, isn't it? That was his last ever game. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I and didn't then after feel... that, he just he never got anything. Just sat on the bench. And I didn't feel it was anything from like the club or anything. It just felt like he kind of did it on his own more. Yeah. I mean, listen, it is what it is. Uh, so. I think on that note, team. I think that's going to bring an end to the show because I don't yeah. know. How, I don't know how much more of these memories you want to go through. And is <laughs> a lot. There's a lot to go. Yeah, I think I think we literally talked more about the summer transfer window of 2016 than anything. <laughs> it's more, that was, yeah, it's more interesting. Well, actually, we signed Vitinho, but did you buy the new kits yet? Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to pick them up tomorrow. I think. Nice. 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 But it's Ukraine, and I don't know if it's actually going to be here tomorrow like it's supposed to be. Also, did you watch the Vitinho tra- uh, presentation video? Why are the Dynamo Kiev um, video directors so obsessed with players walking? Like, every every presentation video is just of the player walking forward. They're like, guys, this is how we're going to prove to everyone we have a good signing. Our players can do basic motor function and walk. Is that what we've been reduced to, that our highlight videos include players walking nowadays? Pretty much. Well, they they did show, like, some of his highlights, but it's just, like, half of it was just him walking forward. I I I don't know what their obsession with that is, because they did the same for Antuk as well. Well, there's not not much to show in Antuk. I'll tell you that much, Nima. Yeah, they, showed, they showed one goal and it was against us. Uh, anyway. Uh, on that note, Dima, if anyone wants to contact with you, contact you, how can they do that? Yeah, at 1927 Dima, same as always. And if you want to contact me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lishik7. That's L-Y-S-Z-Y-K, then the number seven. Uh, if you want to f- contact the show, you can do that on you can send us a direct message on Twitter at Dynamo Abroad. 
or you can send us a message or an email rather uh, to denamoabroadpodcast at gmail.com. Well, from everyone here at Denamo Abroad, that's all we have for you this time. Thanks for listening.